Ba-ba-ba. We're back. Episode 8, Season 3. It's the Three Points Deep Boys. It's me, Matt. I'm Owen. I'm Owen as well, but I'm uh, more commonly known as Producer Lynch. Producer Lynch. He's a baby Guinness over there. And uh, this is Three Points Deep. You can follow us at Three Points Deep Podcast on Instagram and search us in Spotify and Apple Podcast. Three Points Deep. Let's get this show on the road. So, uh, Mac, apparently this week you were at a wedding. Yeah, I was at a wedding. It was my second wedding. Got pretty lowry. Second wedding. Who yeah. did you divorce the first time? Oi, 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 oi. We've succumbed to that level of back and forth. No, I had a, I had a great time. Weddings are good fun. I've decided weddings are were excellent you, time. Were, were you, you with the bride or the groom? Which side of the church were you on? I was with the groom. With the groom, and if I'm not mistaken, it was a American wedding. Half the party was American. That's enough oh, to make no. it an American wedding. As far oh, as yeah. I, <laughs> I met a guy at the bar, standing at the bar, uh, huge man as Americans are, <laughs> just massive. Just do you mean massive, massive now in terms of like big farmer build or a big fat guy? No, it's just you only see Americans walking around. The same thing that South Africans have, you know, when you meet yeah. them when they're over for rugby internationals. They're big, six foot wide, big boned. Just big man <laughs> is the term. Just big, big man, <laughs> and uh, standing at the bar. And he's just waiting for you to come there, and he's like, oh my God. and the guy in front of him was promising him in that terrible Irish way about Guinness, you know, talking to him about pints of Guinness. Could I interject there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's getting blasted by Mike next week. <laughs> what on earth does plumbossing? We had obstreperous three weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, just to kind of let him on, kind of like he was kind of playing up the whole Irish element. Okay. He was, he was talking about the pint. There was a pint of Guinness in front of him, and he said, "So how many of these would you get through in a night?" And uh, the artist says, oh, geez, I'll get through about 10, 12, you know. Big oh, man. Big that's man. Good. Yes. That's great plumasing. And the American guy goes, God, he's like, I couldn't get through 10 in a long weekend. What, what, what a shameless sort of bigging of himself up with that man. Not the yeah. Irish lad saying a 10. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do the same yourself, though. Oh, geez, I've had about 10 or 20. I, I, I then came into the, um, into the fray when you, that guy left with his pint of Guinness. And uh, immediately the American guy was like, what are you having? And I was like, no, don't worry about it, honestly. Introduced me and then tells me he's a friend of the, the bride's family. And uh, he's Thanks like, we know the family. We're from back in the parish. And he said, we're from back uh, in the parish. Said, I meet them coming in and out of confession. <coughs> and uh, I just tried to respond. I said, oh, I hope that's not regular. You know, that was the that was my go-to. That's that's pretty, that's yeah, what part weak, of America? Deep, deep South. Like, I'm trying to get a pint. This guy's trying to yeah. engage me in conversation. Like, like in terms weak. in terms of if there's a mic in front of you, it's pretty weak. But I give it to you at a bar with a man oh, you yeah, don't yeah. want to get so you're yeah. trying to yeah. not oh, get sucked oh, into conversation not with. It's not. <laughs> we be in there for two three hours. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, we be in, in confession. Is he is he a criminal? Is he from the Deep South? Also joking. Okay, this is the whole thing. Three hours in confession. This is the back and forth. And then he gave me the biggest slap on the back. Just way too hard. Very friendly, though. <laughs> they were having the time of their lives, the Americans. In the most ill-fitting suits you've ever seen. Oh, yes. With white sneakers? Why are the jackets wearing so the Why are your trousers beige? Were they wearing the white sneakers with, this, with the ill-fitting suits? Yeah, you know, the, you know that kind of like prep school look? Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, the beige yeah. chinos. Big jacket, with the, yeah. beige chinos, huge tie. It's, it's the winning the Masters. And then like, a, like, a, and white offering you yeah. shots. like a white shirt with green pinstripes on it. Oh, yeah. None, of it, none of it matching. <laughs> no, I don't. No, there's other measures. <laughs> there's other measures. The Americans really they're, they're lovely They're, they're really mad are. for they're their really shots They're refreshing and entertaining I, I love but, them They're mad for their shots The Americans Jeez. I like I haven't done a shot Since I was about 19 Because it's just You know I'll have, I'll have a glass It'll send you It'll send you I tell you Shots are not for me anymore 
as I said, my new drinking routine. It's and that was much pilloried. I mean, there, there's <laughs> no. I think that they, we've talked about this before. When people say, "Do you want to do shots or drinking games?" It's like, no, no, I I'll slow. It. I'll have less. <laughs> yeah. I'll just take longer to do it and get to the same outcome. That's it. Four a.m. Legs dance floor. Big time. You know the site. Yeah. We know the fucking site. And uh, Liverpool are after equalising here. I'd say that's Mike down a bit of money. This will be a, a week old football match, probably <laughs> by the time this comes out. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, that was you at the wedding. Uh, what did what? you get up to, Gillen? I didn't do much, as per usual, but I did witness a woman fall off her bike today. <laughs> and it was fucking hilarious. She absolutely milled herself, went sliding down. She was coming over one of those humpback bridges yeah. over the Grand Canal. And she just went flying, trying to turn right. And it was like, she was actually sound, she didn't hit anything. But like a load of guys went running over to her to try and help her. When you could clearly see that she was just so embarrassed. She did not want that help. Like, I was just standing there, I was like, just leave her alone. She's like, no, I'm fine. Like, just all over the shop. Like. Did they do the full follow through with the help or kind of the half, put a foot out and kind of. Oh, it's kind of just stand oh, over. One of them right. picked up her bike lock and another one kind of just went like this with the bike, just lifted it up. But yeah, yeah she just wanted to get out of there. It's like. Is she wearing a helmet? I uh, don't remember. Brought I was, it on herself. If I was too yeah. busy trying to contain the laughter. Herself. Like, it's like it's in those situations you just want everyone to fuck off and just get on with it. I once came out of my house one morning and uh, a man. It's pretty bumper to bumper outside my house in the morning, and uh, like, oh, you know when someone just tries on, to on your closed pedestrian cars. road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on that pedestrian, on that um, that residential quiet road road's you live on. Road gets pretty busy. Uh, People trying to get into the city. Like you, you loser. Um, so I don't live there anymore. That would reflect upon you. <laughs> and I don't live there anymore. Everybody knows losers live in yeah, cul-de-sacs. Yeah. <laughs> My road's a thoroughfare, and it gets particularly congested in the mornings. And um, you know when there's two cars quite close together, and the cyclist tries to get in between the two yeah, to yeah. traverse. That uh, in the middle of the two, and the guy obviously just. He misjudged this. Like. Switch between reverse and neutral. I don't know how cars. <laughs> I don't know how cars work. But did he put it in put it in park? Shoot it forward a foot. Yeah. And I'll, for the for the audience's uh, sake at home, I'll give it. <laughs> that, that was, was the sound it made. That was weak. That was though. weak. As it knocked this woman, who fell onto the fell onto the bonnet oh, of the car. Yes. And then, but honestly, I mean, the whole thing. I know. It was but how how one. fast are you but moving when you're no, going in between very, cars? Very very slow. But it, it nudged the bike, so she fell oh, okay. left. Right. But you're moving so slow on the bike in those yeah, moments. Yeah. yeah. But she fell left, so it wasn't that big a fall. But she gave one of these, <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was one of these. One of these that sounds like my impression women, of you. <laughs> these women in their oh early forties. I mean, if I'd have put money on her not having a husband, I mean, it would have been I. And she was immediately rolled off the bonnet onto the floor with another. <laughs> the second one lying on the floor. And like, was she grand? And she was wearing so much safety gear. She had a high vis on everything. Elbow pads, knee pads. This guy made a mistake, which I thought was so funny. Doesn't matter how much you're wearing. Uh, Anyway, then everyone runs over, and the guy gets out of the car, immediately starts apologizing. Are you okay? And she immediately goes down the ante. How dare you? How dare you? She's that's just her covering for her embarrassment. Like, Uh, I was actually with him for a finish. Um, Yeah, that that was the only time I've seen an instant firsthand. Yeah, I I used to always be with the cyclists. That's the sound effect you were going for. Yeah. Like, I used to be always with a cyclist until a young man on YouTube by the name of Cycle Dub oh, yeah. made Cycle me what? Cycle Dub <laughs> made me hate cyclists. There's this man, and I say a young man. He sounds crap. He's right? a he's a middle aged man. He uh, he has this YouTube channel with 
literally, I'm not exaggerating, thousands of videos, thousands of two and three minute videos of him cycling the same route around South Dublin. He obviously goes to and from work, films it, and every time someone has any minor infraction on the road, pedestrian or car or other cyclist, whoever it is, especially when it's a car, um, he goes right at them, shouts at them, and when it's a car, he taps on the window, tells them to roll down, explains what they've done and says, finishes off with his catchphrase, have a look for your reg number on YouTube later. And then cycles off real smoke. And it's just this YouTube channel is hours of pettiness documented. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I unfortunately have to inform you that he, it's taken down. Is it? It's oh, all gosh. gone. We, cycle we used to Doug. Cycle Doug. And, Dub. And he cycle Doug, as, as in Dublin. As a oh, pres- right. Oh, he's a Cycle Doug. Like, do 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 As our presenter this week, performer, will tell you the, the actual registration would be in the YouTube title. So if you did search your. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the guy was running people and he used to say this every week. Look out for the every 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 what, it was two or three a day because <laughs> he so go to work too minor from work, yeah. traffic infringements that Jeez. he would see on his cycle through Klonski man parks on double yellow line everything people blocking <laughs> it was and around Klonski hospital he used to go up the canal then up to the Portobello up to the barge and turn into Rathmine so it was that always was the same places Jeez. but there was one, that's where you want there was actually. one infamous <laughs> incident which is still you can still find um, comment about it online right. was when a woman was parked in the cycling lane. Yeah, you can't be at that. So he came up and she had the hazards on. That's not so. Came up, went to the window. Hello, <laughs> he had the most annoying voice. Hello. Yeah. And he's like, you, you can't park here with cycling. And she was clearly panicked. She said, I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm, I've got a puncture. I'm waiting for AA and I couldn't pull around. I went to pull out, but another car beat me and I've just got to say, she was clearly frightened. Yeah, couldn't yeah. pull around the corner and this is where she was stuck. She probably assumed he was a policeman. And the guy says, you should pull over. I went off, put the video on YouTube. What a crap lad. Obviously the comments started roaring in going, yeah. why didn't you stop and help her? Yeah, yeah. Like, why didn't you stop and help her if you're so concerned about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She clearly was in a bad position. He then takes time to comment saying, I couldn't because I was afraid for my own life in cycling. <laughs> anyway, one day, someone, he, was, he was infamous. People would comment going, what a prick. No, obviously no one had any time for him. One day, someone outed him and put up a YouTube video and found out who he was. Called him an internet bully. No. Yeah, which, I remember that. With his fa- photo, he name worked, and address. He worked for Dublin City Council. He was kind of a... Oh, I think he worked oh. for the county council, actually. I think he was, was a he very in? low-scale politician, like on the political spectrum. A real piece of shit real. is what we call them. Like. He, oh. My favourite video he had, it was during... It was 2015. It was during the marriage equality a Nazi referendum. with a GoPro. Yeah. <laughs> during the marriage equality oh, referendum. Head, did he? During the marriage equality referendum, there was one video he had. It was called "Low Hanging No Poster," and he cycled. It was on. It was at the Windy Arbor Lewis stop. I remember it. And he's cycling on just past the Lewis stop, and there's a very low hanging uh, no poster. And he just goes. He ducks his head. He goes hanging rather low there to himself, and then goes vote yes for equality. And that was the end of the video. Just musing to himself. <laughs> he, ha- he did have some like comical things that he'd see on the side of the road. He know, and he'd have sarcastic titles like, uh, um, it, "It'd be sort of like Skoda driver forgets the rules of the road," you yeah, know that had, kind of stuff. And he had these terrible things where, he, as if there was a huge audience watching it, where he'd say, "You have these inside jokes about certain types of car drivers." You know, like yeah. another. Be- so, so how much of a another like videos would have legitimately nine views. <laughs> how did you know about it? Because oh, we just became sick. You get addicted, man. But yeah. we saw the funniest one we ever saw was the one where basically he pulled up beside a guy. He does his usual thing, knocks on the window. The guy boy says, "The assumption being when you're down the window that something's happened, like your tail lights gone." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guy down the window says, 
it's, it's saying, you pulled out without looking earlier. Don't do that again. And he goes, what the fuck are you saying to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he pulled out without looking earlier. And then he says, anyway, he says, look out for your edge on YouTube and cycles off. <laughs> and uh, the guy is stuck in traffic. And then the guy come, catches up to him again. Yeah. And the guy wheels down his road saying, what the fuck are you saying to me? <laughs> and the guy, the cyclist obviously parked at the time and just goes, look out for your edge on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the car... He looks like the dumbest fucker ever. <laughs> Opens the car door, and the same man cycled up, just pegs it, going, "Look out for your edge on YouTube." <laughs> He's, He's such a coward. coward. <laughs> yeah. He's such a coward. He sounds like a crap lad. But... We knew one fella. I remember the whole time. Now we would watch like hours on end of this video, of these videos, because they just you know roll in. They're only about ninety seconds each. But we knew one fella who was caught, and to be fair, he was dead wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, like, it was all just such minor things, such minimal things, like, you know, not even being parked on a double yellow line, sort of being too close to the cycle lane or having the, you know, the wheel touching the cycle lane. Good luck to Cycle Dub. If you're out there listening, Cycle Dub. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Correcting <laughs> our grammar the yeah. whole way. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. The news. <laughs> and uh, Lynch... You were defending the Dublin Ga team last weekend. Sorry, Absolutely. Dublin Ga and Ga as a whole last week. Absolutely. And Absolutely. As you saw the last day, uh, Mayo put everything they had, all their might into that first half and were only up by two points. Yeah. Okay. And as, then, as d- you saw. <laughs> you die hard. I did. I actually watched it. Yeah. yeah fair enough. And then Dublin bit, actually bit decided to play and ended up winning the match by 10 points. This is the thing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take you back to the year 2016 and the year 2017. You're gonna go back in your word, are you? No, I'm not. For, that's I'm gonna a first. Go, I'm gonna go to the Mayo finals, the finals of Dublin versus Mayo, in when we talk about the five in a row. All right. Um, the two and three of the five. The one where Mayo drew the first game. They were one by one point each. It wasn't like it was Dublin just just but, pissing all over them. But they were two very better. narrow. Yes, they but can't they, be stopped, Lynch. They're, they're, they're like can. a virus. Okay. They're like a zombie I was, virus. I was they actually, cannot be stopped, Lynch. If I can respond, I was actually thinking about this during the week. In whatever year Kerry did the four in a row, that time when they did that four in a row, presumably it would have been conceivable to think that God Kerry are going to win basically every championship. And you know what? For the next 40 years, it was sometime in the 70s, for the next 40 odd years, they pretty much did. And now Dublin have come along. The whole time Kerry were winning every other year, or most years, like completely dominating the sport, no one was saying, God, Kerry are ruining football. Football's boring. It's the fact that it's Dublin and it's the inferiority uh, of the non dubs. Yeah, that's the word, inferiority, because they are inferior because they don't I have mean, to inse- gash. insecure, psychological no, inferiority. No. I, th- I think there's, there's some factors that you're not taking into account. No one ever looked at Kerry and said, despite how well they're doing, they have way more people than everyone else. And money. That was never the case. No. no one ever said, look, they've got way more money than everyone else. That is why there's a worry. That is why when people people are now talking about other sports, they're looking at New Zealand. It was mentioned on the radio this weekend. Yeah. Or some guy talk about New Zealand who are faltering at the moment. You saw the Wallabies battered them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they lost. And they said, yeah. This is. They said there is more than one team in world rugby. There has always been. New Zealand were, yeah. won two World Cups in a row, but no one's afraid of them smashing another World Cup. I think this is the, the thing is. These there's, things there's come in peaks and troughs. Dublin, no, but as, as Gil mentioned, Dublin are getting better. Yeah, but there's, on. New Zealand are dipping now at the moment. But there's been moments in the last 10 years when they looked like they weren't dipping. 
Things come and go. But As I said, Dublin, Dublin, two of Dublin's d- Dublin wins are the last here four. forever. No, two of Dublin's mean, last four in a row wins were won by one point. No, they could easily have gone the other way. Cycles, right? Everyone, everyone talks about the way teams come in cycles. They're great teams that last forever. Yeah. So there is teams and cycles in every sport. The worry with Dublin is that the next cycle is going to be better. Like. Even their cycles. <laughs> yeah. That even if they dip a little bit, they'll still be better than everyone else. Fine, but this is the thing. This is the nature of sport. Sport, in its purest sense, in terms of competition. If you want sport as a TV show, which fair enough, that's what it is for most of us. You want competitive and exciting stuff, but you cannot blame the sports people for putting everything into being as good as they okay, possibly can be here, here and being very good. You have a point because what I don't like about American sport is that you have a situation in NFL and all these sports, which I don't watch too closely, where that they will deliberately try to even up the teams every year. That the, that's the way the sport yeah, the works. Draft. And the team that is worst can win the championship. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's the, wor- is, the, the worst team gets the first now, pick. And, and I've chatted yeah. people about this before. People watch it. There is consistency. Like there is not. I like whatever, that. Certain teams, like the Miami Dolphins and the Colts, whatever, yeah. are always good. They don't necessarily win the championship every year, but there is a lot more movement. You know, in the Premiership, roughly, who is going to be yeah, the yeah. top five to six teams? Yeah. But and then, but then things like Leicester. That's only three years that's ago. That's, that's a once the, in a lifetime. That's Sorry, bullshit. that is the greatest that moment. <laughs> what about there's it's lots a complete of complete outlier. But it was yeah. only three years ago. That's the biggest outlier in sports. You just pulled out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One in one to five thousand. But this is the thing. They have to be rare. The stuff like Greece winning the Euros, Leicester winning the but Premier sure, League. They have the to be rare to sorry, be sorry, sorry, these sorry. special moments. Should have the Dublin win the next ten ten in a row and then Kerry win one. It's like it'll make, what that'll be a really special. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a really special no, moment. It, it'll be the reverse. It'll be the reverse outlier. Like Kerry this will is, come out of nowhere. Like we're saying, Dublin are going to win ten in a row. At the moment, they've only equaled the previous record. They haven't even broken the previous record. They could easily lose in two weeks' time, three or. or three weeks ago or whenever you're listening to this in the future or the past. It depends when you decide to fucking pull your yeah. finger out and edit it down, Lynn. <laughs> yeah. um, like, I don't think you can honestly blame them for... Because if you look at competition, what the, the point of competition in sport is not to have this big balance and have a really entertaining spectator sport. It is to win competitions. Awfully are playing no, football. All it, of these things, no, like it's London, very shit and boring to watch the same team win should, every match. I, think, like, I thought they should have bl- not the black not, rock into people alphabetically. You know, fine, but this is the, the, or whatever it is. <laughs> this like, is the thing. They, if they it's boring, if it's boring to win, let's let's. I think let's wait till February to get onto the Leinster Senior Cup talk because we're just you know we'll burn an episode with me and Mac talking about that. I'll happily miss that episode. I think you cannot blame the sports people for doing what they're. All trying but to no do. No one has done that. You're making up I'm, this I'm not, man of an argument. You, I'm, I'm blaming no, the organisers. No. I'm not blaming Dublin Gap players. But so I there's an attempt the to organisers. Fine, but there's an attempt to punish them for being successful by splitting them up into two teams that they don't necessarily want to be. They want to four represent. teams. I will all go for north, south, east, and west. That's the way to do it. I mean, how many more? This is something I don't know. This is a statistic. How many more clubs? <laughs> My canon. Yeah. My statistic. How many more clubs are there comparatively in Dublin? Like major clubs oh, to can't. to the other big counties. Forget the small, the, the, the weak counties. <laughs> but like, would, like West Dublin could end up actually having no players. Well, I, I, I don't it could know. be a shit team. The split, the split is something I can't speak to. The obvious one is North South, but I don't know that that could be. You know, this could be better to do West. It seems it seems like punishing the players for being successful. No, really it's, it's and truly. The organizers that because this is the thing. The everyone, all those players from the tough teams to the low teams are trying to win every game they play. It's not. On Dublin to the, be the, entertaining. This the, is the thing when we, in Premier League when um, when Chelsea when Chelsea were winning Premier Leagues. Don't bring this argument okay. out again. In, okay, in in, ge- in general footballing terms, when Arsenal were playing 
their famously boring but effective style of football or these kind of teams that have reputations for having these 1-0 wins, it, it, the onus is not on them to provide you entertainment. The onus is on them to get their job done. And their about? job is We're to get... talking about entertainment. We're to talking, get wins. I'm just talking about... But that, no, but I just want it to be a fair is, game. It is a fair game. It's an absolutely uh-huh. fair game. Well, uh, it is the Dubliner is better at the moment than the other teams. But that will come and that will go. That is not going to the, the idea that this is going to be forever is stupid. When you're on the pod ten years stupid. time, Lynch and Dublin have won every. It's not going to happen till then. It's it's frankly stupid. It's again like saying in I'm the seventies, Kerry are going to win the next ten in a row. People presumably thought that. I can't speak to it. People have said it's still going on that New Zealand are going to keep winning Rugby World Cups. It was thought once upon a time, not too recently, that United would win, just keep winning Premier Leagues, that Madrid were going to keep winning Champions League. It doesn't happen. People get stuck on these ideas when one team is right at the top, when there's one out-and-out best team at that moment. But it changes so quickly. This is I can't wait to play this clip in 10 years' time. And you're going to be there like... Oh, I'm tearing my hair out. God damn it, I'm such an idiot. If I, I don't have hair to tear out today, never mind 10 years' time. <laughs> oh, d- You'll have gone for the transplant, Lynch. One, one point to make, playing devil's advocate, which I don't know if you've made yet, that if I were an out-and-out Dublin fan, I would point to you. We always had those clubs. We've always had a larger population. Why wasn't there this issue 10 years ago, 20 fair, years ago, fair point. et cetera? Which, which is the point I, that stands out for me most. It's a fair I, point. Maybe well there's a difference that I don't know, but right now it looks looks almost unassailable for other teams. Yeah, I mean, look, and if you look at, in terms of to change gears a bit, world football, the Chinese are putting massive amounts of money into world football. They, they have, no. they have. I don't want my World Cups ruined by Chinese lads it's, coming over. It's, conce- like. it's conceivable in not straight away, but in the next twenty to thirty years, the Chinese are going to be big like, time. Like them in the gymnastics. Exactly. No. They, they don't ruin my World Cups. The Olympics in nineteen ninety two, the Barcelona Olympics, the Chinese got nothing. They pretty much decided overnight we're going to put huge money into this. Test tube by ninety six, they were halfway there, and by Sydney in two thousand, they were. And every Olympic since, they've been either first or second. In yeah, the medals table. But can they, Chinese stand up to the physical might of football? Absolutely, they have the biggest population in the world. But and they're small, thing, small if that people. Happens, let's say, let's jump forward in 20 years, because it's more than likely going to happen. They're small people, generally speaking, but they have such a big population, they can find 11 big ones. <laughs> That's um, fair. Can, you know, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't need to have a million 11. players on the national team. How many Chinese lads you know over uh, five foot? Like? <laughs> yeah. uh, if the Chinese start winning, Lots of international football tournaments. Are they going to be told that your population is too big? Come back to me when that happens, Lynch. (laughs) It hasn't happened in Dublin yet either. This is your speculatively terrified. You're right. No Chinese people have won, Sam. You are dead right. No, but no. (laughs) Dublin have won four in a row, which is equal of the record. They have not. (laughs) When they've won ten in a row, we'll talk about. Lee Chin winning the Leinster finals does not count. Just, just for reference. Jo, Jo was was uh, no, he was just for reference. Our producer this week said in the WhatsApp group. Sam makes me go crazy. <laughs> I get I get cup fever. Yeah. More news now, and what do we got? A thing I saw on the internet of uh, dog owners bejazzling their male dogs' ball sacks. Yeah, what's that about? It's like putting glittery, painty stuff on it so it shines. Like, what does that say about those fuckers? Time on hand. Leave the balls alone. Like. I, I that dog doesn't want it. Why t- do you want it? Like? Time on hands is down the list. I think <laughs> st- the pervert alarm is ringing when you see that. When someone's, you know, decorating their dog's testicles. Just, when someone just isn't thinking, re- how do they do it? When someone isn't removing their dog's testicles, they're an irresponsible dog owner as far as I'm concerned. Definitely. Um, just, uh, but then you're saying, not only am I keeping them, I'm painting them. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, lock those people. Is that up. how they do it? Or did they like dip, a, dip it in a bath of I, I'd paint it'd be, it'd and glitter? It'd be a lot easier just to paint <laughs> the walls. Uh, my, um, a co-worker of mine, Weird. they have dogs <laughs> and uh, they have a, a basically this brother and sister, I think it is. And the brother got the sister pregnant. Right. Sorry, are you talking about the, the, the a co-worker? Oh, the dogs. sorry, the dogs. I thought you were saying yes. your co-workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. You really didn't clarify that. No. They had the kids. They kind of grew up. And, so uh, you stopped using human, yeah, human yeah, yeah. terminology yeah. to describe yeah. these dogs. The, 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 the bitch and the bastard. Pups, isn't it? Yeah, the pups. <laughs> they had puppies, the, yeah. The, I believe fathers are still fathers and dogs, are they? <laughs> yeah. The father of the pups. Stud. Is, the st- is it stud and animal? impregnated one of his own pups. Oh, so genes yeah, are going to get messed up here. Yeah, yeah they're they're dogs. They're incestuous. Yeah. They're like rats. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they're they're in completely incestuous. They don't have that that thing. They don't have that filter. They don't have social norms. They don't say that's a bit weird. You shouldn't really. You should. The first they don't cousin, walk out of the house sniffing yeah. the ass and like, mm, should I be doing this? They don't yeah. have that thing we have of it's legal to marry the first cousin, but it's a bit weird. You shouldn't do it. I think uh, yeah. The beast from the chase married his first cousin. Just thought I'd put that out there. Did he? Yeah. A few people the married the beast. Ma- Mark Labette Mark the Labette big guy. Yeah oh, the big guy, guy In the In the, the chase, chase, oh, chase yeah. 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 Rudy Giuliani As well also Married to his first cousin Really yeah. It's legal It's just But it's wrong You shouldn't do it Found If you're married To your no, first no. cousin It's a three pints deep note yeah. Don't do it Well actually We're not in a position To be turning listeners away But yeah, yeah. you know Oh well To all the incestuous listeners <laughs> like Come on in Sit down Relax Shag your <laughs> Shag your Shag your relatives um, so yeah just stop painting your dog's ball sacks and yeah, yeah nothing uh, stop shagging your family members <laughs> as well <laughs> that too more news uh, Swimply is a thing I saw on ad during the week have either of you heard of it not at all no. I can't even remember where I saw it I read an article actually uh, it's a thing where it's like Airbnb for your swimming pool so oh. Mac a man of Rathmines of non-humble abode have you ever been in max swimming pool not once no but i've i've seen it it's in behind that shed door you go down and back and under yeah. again isn't it yeah but uh swimply it's airbnb though. so if you have a swimming pool you can just rent it out for an hour or two so what i want is i want is mac to get your swimming pool on the market so. i don't have a swimming pool <laughs> but the idea that someone would show up to your house with a towel and a pair of trunks yeah. Yeah, brian <laughs> i'm gonna speak to you on the app I'm going to stop you there. Where's the water? I'm imagining it's more so for pool parties as opposed to I want to have a dip. <laughs> like, I think for those people who are going to the local Dublin City Council pool, I don't think they're going. They're going on <laughs> no, swimply. No, private say, pools. Like. That's what I mean. I think it's more, I've got, an, I've got this corporate event coming up. I want to, or it's my birthday. I want to invite 30 people to a nice barbecue around a pool. It's not... God, it's a nice day. I wouldn't mind, you know, wouldn't mind cooling down. Oh, a bit. I, I had an image of like a profile. You'd be like Kevin Backroll. <laughs> I don't know. Kevin Backroll. Picture of him. Also, to Max point, I don't, I don't know if, if I was in that situation. When I go to the local city council pool, I don't show up in the towel. <laughs> just, no, 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 no. It's under the arm. Okay, and you've got the Irish Times for after. <laughs> yeah, but if you had a pool... Would you rent it out? If I had this, like if I had like a, a a small pool in the house, no. If I had a, like a big man, sort of. No, one sure. of those, if you have a mansion, if you're I not bothered. Those, no, but if I had one of those kind of stately homes with a big pool outside and a patio that could be done, could be used for events, and I was strapped for cash. Yeah, but it, it, how do you ha- how do you have a mansion and I'd, a pool and you're strapped for cash? Overstretched <laughs> on the mortgage, I'd say yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. And also, where do you draw the line? It's like, see, like. 
once you get to the house, no, you're not allowed in there. But yeah. you're allowed in and around three meters of perimeter from the pool. Oh, I imagine that. What would be a worked. stupid that, app idea. That would be worked out between the uh, the clients. Yeah, and I the, looked at it anyways. Uh, no pools in Ireland on the app yet. Yeah, there's. I can't imagine there's a lot. I'm sure there is. I, in fact, I know for a fact there is. But there can't be many private pools in in Ireland. No, especially just, outdoors. There's only one in Rat Mines I know about. Anyways, yeah. Leinster Road. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, we can go on from that. We talk. Leaving some results, they're out. Don't think we have anything to talk about. But I don't know anyone who got the results. No, no, neither do I. My, my sister beat me by three points. The old bitch. You oh, can yeah, eat the, 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 the new system by yeah. three points. Some, yeah, the the new the, system, you can get like six and threes. I know a teacher who told me, "Oh, my students got a H H1 H2. and one and all." Yeah, two. What the hell is that? Bring me back to A one. I don't know yeah. how it works. Like, I it's, don't know. It's similar. All I know is apparently between like twenty thirteen on it became like, you know, it's embarrassing if you get less than 520 points. And I think, does that tie into the old smartphones and it being so easy to cheat nowadays? <laughs> the fact that it's like minimum five, five point, 500 you, points. Did you cheat in your leaving, Sir Lynch? Um, no, I, I, I set up to cheat and in the end, I didn't need it. I have a mate actually that in the English I put, essay. I put, the, I put the, the, the book in the cistern of the toilet just oh. if you're wondering. I didn't go up and use it though. Too much too much thinking of that. One of my yeah. mates literally just had the written out English essay in under his hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> just whipped it out on the desk. Yeah, people do that. When we so were doing, simple. When me and Mac did our leaving cert, I was kind of jealous afterwards because a lot of people like just cheat the bag out of Now, most of them, one in particular that did cheat heavily, didn't really use... You know, I think the, the notes they were using either weren't particularly good or they didn't really... They, they really didn't, shouldn't have used their own work. <laughs> no, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't quite make great use of that, that those inflated leaving their results. But Right. So... But I, I, I think surely it's so easy to cheat now. It was easy, it's easy enough to cheat. We didn't have smartphones. Uh, and lads were going in with, Maybe not you, know. you. Like iPhone like 5 was out or 4 Fair when enough. I was doing the leaving service. I, I didn't have a smartphone. <laughs> And you don't have one the now lads I was doing the leaves that were with weren't didn't have it either, but some of them were cheating and got away with it like with great ease. That's a tot, a real totter that is. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mac had it all on the inside of his palm, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. He was that a preferous bastard. Yeah. Get off. What was the other one? What's the one you used? What's today? the one you used today earlier? I can't remember. What the? I googled it. I couldn't find it. an Irish kind of word. I think it might not be a word. I'm going to call bullshit on this right now. My mother used. Plumas. My mother used the two plumasking. Plumas. Promise. That's what's coming up with the auto desk. Right. Any, oh, there's wait. There's way more news. Jeez, uh, I didn't even see it. Hong Kong is news apparently. <laughs> Hong Kong is news. Bring us up to speed, please. So there, there's been a lot of protests over the last two months, and um, I don't know if you don't know, you're either putting your head in the sand or you're Chinese. <laughs> you're a citizen of China, in which case you don't know anything about it. Um, it's wait. Is Hong Kong back under Chinese rule again? No. So they're they're kind of slowly fading it in. So the, the Brits handed it over in 1999, yeah. And ever since then, they're kind of trying to make it more aligned. It's their their slogan is two countries. Oh, sorry. Uh, was it one country, two systems? Two, two birds, one stone. No, no. no. <laughs> one country, two systems. The idea being that Hong Kong's supposed to be allowed to do its own thing, and China, the mainland, will do its own thing. But uh, the most recent okay. issue was that there was a law brought forward, suggested by Hong Kong, but by the Chinese-approved Hong Kong leaders, that you'd be allowed extradited from Hong Kong to China to face trial in the case of any criminal action. Their argument, China's argument was, if you have someone who commits a crime in China, they go to Hong Kong, it's a loophole, because they can then not be extradited to, to China. But everyone else is like, no, 
that's that if I give out about the Chinese government, you can extradite me and put me in jail somewhere for the rest of my life. So that's what the protests are about. Okay. And they got well, what they protests, wanted. They it? got what they wanted about a month ago, in which that the that law itself was suspended and it's dead in the water apparently. But now they said, "Fuck that! We want the whole hog, and they want full democracy." And they're trying to. So what they've been doing is flooding the airports because they know they're they're making a bet that the Chinese government won't kill them. F- flooding it with people or flooding, flooding it with, with water? People. No people. Ah, right. uh, so they've cancelled the, flights for the two Area Fifty One technique. Hong Kong airport. What? The Area Fifty One technique. They can't stop us all. Exactly. That is it. Yeah. So they've stopped, they've had to cancel Wait, flights for two days. Chinese people going to Hong Kong. No, or the Hong other way Kongers, around. Hong Kongers. Hong, Hong Kongers. Are they called Hong Kongers? Hong, 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 yeah, that's what they're called. Hong Kongers. Donkey yeah. Kong. Hong Kongers blocking the airport for two, di- how, two days. How do you block an airport? They just stand there. Fill up the hall. No one come in. So they cancel all the flights. Oh, it's uh, pretty much like if a regular your, commute in Hong Kong. The, the Imagine you had your honeymoon booked now flights. for a poor Hong Konger. Recently, like newly married Hong Kongers have a honeymoon booked. Imagine they'd be quite frustrated. Yeah, I'm sure that's going to come up in the news. <laughs> I feel That'll for be, those people. Yeah, we do have. W- I, I don't feel for them. At all. We do have one Hong Kong listener actually. So do we? Well, it's yeah. Galway man, but <laughs> okay. He he could. We, hopefully we, he doesn't have a flight out. No, hopefully not. He's not going to Bali anytime soon. <laughs> but uh, no, that is it's in the news. Uh, the Chinese. What, some what country are they part of officially? Not China. China. They no, are China. No, they're Hong Kong. No. No, they're not an individual. They're it's not a country. China, they're not a republic. Yeah. But, um, but there's a weird kind of arm's length thing with them in China. Am I, am exactly, I correct? Yeah, yeah. It's, kind of a, a it's probably that thing you explained three minutes ago. <laughs> It'll be good. You'll listen to it on the yeah. edit. I was sorry. I that. was I was looking up to see if Plamask was a word. Okay. Uh, and was it? No. No. It's just generally the Chinese have some neck. They some do. neck. Some eyes too. Like. <laughs> They'll have some football skills in about twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, Lynch. That sounds like a lot of spoof. Like. If Mike came out, with talk that, to me in twenty years. I Get will. the fucking chewing gum out of your mouth. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Amateur hour. Mac has cavern news. Cavern news. Two bits of cavern news. Probably more news that's happened in cavern in the last ha- half century. I can't think of anything culturally relevant to have ever happened in cavern. Uh, something to do with the bog and board pneumonia, probably. They kind of bereft, Again, I can't think of anything of culturally relevant. Wait, anyway, they've struck gold in cavern. <laughs> Q gold rush. Actual gold. Actual gold. Real Colour, life gold. Colour me impressed. Yeah. Um, fucking play to them. No, they've. Uh, I, there was a lot of jargon, but they've bored down. Do, do, bored down through the boring place that is Cavan and found yeah. gold deposits. So uh, I don't know how significant it is. How much know. gold? Yeah. I don't is, know is, if we're gonna get. Is there much gold? Prospectors down there. Is there much gold in Ireland? Generally speaking. I've never I, are we a gold never country? Heard, I've never heard of any gold rush here. No, but it's one of those things I wouldn't know about. I wouldn't, we, I wouldn't say If you were a farmer who had Start gold. Start sifting right. in the rivers. Do you, yeah. remember, you know that uh, thing? Yeah, that's yeah, apparently that's a good classic. technique for gold. Yeah. Will we... So now that we have Golden Cavern though, will we soon have like a Golden Gate Bridge and like a big ec- epidemic and like historically significant class... Like in, in Cavan. In Cavan. What's the yeah. capital of Cavan? Cavan Town. Six. They don't have a city. Cavan Town. It, they um yeah, third yeah. county town. Cavan. Yeah. They're one of the low oh, one of I, the low populations. Actually, counties. uh there's a radio DJ from Cavan from like the early or late nineties and his tagline was what was it? Ultra cool John O'Toole, your DJ today on Radio Kiavan. Oh, so that's nice. that's a good that's radio good. station. Yeah. <laughs> I know that um, I was watching a programme at the weekend and uh, it was your man John Creedon going through Ireland oh yeah I saw the ad- I saw it advertised he's doing he's, he's got a hard on now for the um, the tours of Ireland for yeah, the staycation loves it loves it 
but he um kind of the the Anthony Bourdain of Ireland yeah I suppose but he uh, he's more I think he's more the the Stephen Fry in terms of could be an interesting program ends up being very boring he, he was in Cavan and he was telling this guy and he said this guy this Cavan guy was talking about the most interesting one of the interesting about Cavan is that Loch Earn or whatever the lake is called Loch Earn's in Fermanagh yeah what's the other maybe lake it goes down Loch, to yeah I think it is yeah, yeah. and he goes Apologies. it's not a lake it's a river and I was like, man, this guy's got to revisit the word interesting. <laughs> I mean, this is this is prime time Sunday night. He should also he yeah. should also give fucking our producer Lynch that advice there on his facts as well. Yes, well, that that's a good handy. fact. That is a fact. Well, Mac doesn't know the fact you're referencing, uh, and I'm not going to repeat about it. about Pretty Woman. He was like, a great movie. Well, actually, not a great movie. I think that was the <laughs> takeaway from it, if yeah. I remember correctly. Anyway, we're getting off the topic, and yeah. the listeners. Anyway, it was Cavan. Second Gavin. bit of Cavan news. There was a quite second a large bit of Cavan news. Yeah, second two in one week. Record breaking. This is a kind of a trend that seems to be... I've seen it more and more in the last couple of years on the news. Yeah. Is uh, robbing ATMs. But <laughs> Via with, JCB. With quite crude, with quite yeah, crudely. Yeah. Just like no brains involved. Just JCB get the biggest thing you can get. Yeah. Into all. <laughs> dig out the entire foundations of the ATM. Presumably don't drive off the end of the JCB. No, but always get caught seems to be the end <laughs> yeah. of the plan. Yeah. Always get caught and end up on news. Or, or just abandon ATMs in some house somewhere. I haven't heard, and this just correct me, of a... ATM gone, no one knows what happened. <laughs> Story. It's always been guys get caught and they yeah. always have a photo of the JCB and the wall half torn out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and I thought it was it was a, a universal thing. It was a colleague of mine, an Italian colleague of mine, once said to me, What's the deal with Ireland and the uh, the ATMs being knocked out with diggers? Like it's a it's a it seems to be a big a bit of a, an epidemic here. are we really really smart over here and like other countries are just I like but oh, I never thought about that be because <laughs> get, get caught when's the last time you saw an ATM in a back road no they're always on the main street of every <laughs> yeah. small town yeah you, you were just gonna and close to the guard station normally yeah. the guy in the JCB going shh it's, yeah you're never the gonna JCB be JCB going down the main road of a small town alright just start yeah. digging not they'll, a, think not a, yeah. they'll think we're the council. Put on the high face. They'll think we're the council. <laughs> you know what the thing is? No I'd say if they have it's a, not like if anyone walks by, they'll think, oh, that's just the council. Sorry, do you know what no, it is? Like, there's there's someone say. digging out the ATM. <laughs> I don't think that's how ATMs are maintained. I'd say loads of people, if they have a high vis and a hard hat on, people will just assume they're the council. <sighs> I think that that's probably the key to it. That's how you get away with it. Yeah, but no one does. <laughs> How many councils Tell them this. go in with JCBs to dig out ATMs? They're probably wearing a Liverpool jersey. Like this. <laughs> That's likely, yeah. Lynch in his Liverpool jersey at tracksuits taking massive offence to that. <laughs> I'm not wearing a Liverpool jersey. <laughs> you wish you were, though. Yeah. Tonight, the way that things are going with the football, yeah. I think. Anyway, tell me, so what happened in Cavan with the JCBs and the ATMs? No, they got they caught. Got caught. <laughs> Put the fucking digger into the wall and they got <laughs> caught. Do they get caught in the JCB? Do they Red go for the, oh, just, oh man, I was supposed to dig here and I accidentally <laughs> digged into the uh, wall. Yeah, I was supposed to get the manhole cover yeah. over there. Uh, but do you think the people at Cavan, though. thinking of the first bit of news, the people at Cavan must be gutted because the gold, presumably, it didn't grow there in the last 20 years. It's been there the whole time. Yeah. The country could be, Cavan could not be a, 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 a sort of a, a flyover or a drive through spot that no one cares about it could have been the capital city the whole country could have been built up around maybe we could not. have been arguing about Cavan win the 10 in a row absolutely <laughs> we could have been built up around the gold of Cavan the gold town as they call instead it. it's come in 2019 when you know people have accumulated their own wealth and they don't necessarily need to go and sift for gold in Cavan let's go sift for gold baby I could do it a bit more gold in my life absolutely we all could we get ourselves a nice little studio here yeah 
get on Skyscanner, you get three flights to Cavan. Yes, please. Man. Imagine Capital Airport in Cavan. <laughs> nah, Cavan's crap. Could have been so different from them both. It is crap, but it could have <laughs> not been crap. I don't think I've ever been in it, but that's enough for me. Like. Yeah. They, like, it, they must be kicking themselves that they didn't find it sooner. Trust people from Cavan to, to be sitting people, on gold for so long. There's people standing on the streets of Cavan just kicking dust. Like, yeah. Fuck, it could have been me. Like. Okay, we're going to talk about a thing here now. A topic that I, I just kind of question why it's a thing. It's uh, girls, mainly girls, but lads too, but mainly girls, they'll get up, they'll book their flights, they'll pack two bikinis, and a bottle of whiskey, or not whiskey, vodka or something. And they'll get on a flight to Ibiza and just dance around a pool for a week straight in a bikini and then go home again. So, why are you doing this now? Why Why is Ibiza become the place? It's like, yeah, we'll go there. We'll go to that loud place where everyone's fucking in their bikinis. Now. But it has been the place for yeah, but why? 25 years. There's so many better places. Well, not better, but so many class. Like, people will go and repeat visits and pack their two bikinis. It is a thing. People go every single year. Yeah. Or going for the season. I remember I worked with a, a girl who left the job to go work in Ibiza for the season. So you're going to doing a season in Ibiza? Yeah, and it was yeah. like, honestly, it was the biggest thing in her life, if I remember yeah. correctly. It was like, you know, she um, she was talking about it for months, like planning it. Oh yeah, you'll and have the countdown like, what are you on, gonna do? on are Instagram. You gonna, yeah. Are you going to go and you're going you know, to try and make it, get a, get a job, yeah, go yeah. see the world, explore the local towns, you know, learn the language? No, no. You, you know are you going to do ecstasy in a, beside yeah. a pool? Are you going to yes. stand in a pool for three months straight with your top off like? That's high what you're going on, to do. On class A drugs. Yeah. Like the whole the loud, loud music. Yeah. Like. The whole culture there is yeah. built up on if you're not doing drugs, you're not going to enjoy this. This is just this is just built around this is a castle made of drugs. Yeah, it's just like, what are you doing there? Like, do something better. Fuck's sake. Like. I know. I'd segue slightly. The I know a guy who was in Miami at these pool parties that are a thing that Miami. almost to do if you go to Miami. And I've seen photos there and it looks good fun you know like everyone's around yeah. the pool something to do once maybe and then it's like yeah it was great fun three times a week for got a whole a, summer got a rash oh everyone does apparently oh yeah that's like that, that that pool water like that's not clean stuff like. i was like this sounds dreadful <laughs> yeah. this is uh i was i was in vegas when i was 16 oh, th- years those, old those oh. vegas pools are the worst of the lot we got a, season, a seasoned party oh, right yeah. here yeah. With, no, no, i've been partying <laughs> since i was 16 <laughs> with my family sitting there with my mum and dad watching a wet t-shirt competition <laughs> oh, by the pool in Vegas. So, no. <laughs> i guess dad was there yeah, was driving yeah, yeah. the car on that one dad was there <laughs> he was getting the old pool away yeah, going yeah. <laughs> he had the father jack line did he just more more water, <laughs> more water. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i think you need more of a setup for that why were you watching a wet t-shirt well, contest it was going with on your it was going on you like, did say you were sitting no, yeah, there it, watching it, it, well, it seems like you were front the row they were facing away but the the picture you painted you're looking at their behind we're there it's a huge complex the kind of pool area the luxor hotel what hotel luxor luxor hotel which is apparently a crap hotel i thought it was class because it was shaped like a pyramid at the time Um, oh that's the luxor but yes sitting there and the pools were like grand but i mean just you were talking about a couple of hundred people Standing in pools who've been drinking, drinking all day and they're not leaving the pools for probably hours. Peeing. Oh, there must no, be. There's no properly say, about it. There, must, there is no properly about it. Full of piss, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely yeah. full of piss. Where do you think the rash came from? Anyway, piss my mum won the wet t-shirt competition. <laughs> <laughs> Good on her. Yeah. Where did your dad finish? <laughs> did he get on the podium? Did not <laughs> That's a loose question. Kind of a. Don't be nervous. Go on. You've done you've done thirty odd episodes of this now. This one. You've done well so far. I didn't want to start on the word kinda. 
Uh, Why not? We are, <laughs> we're going to start a new segment of the show. Very brief segment. Great daytime television programs. Programs that would be considered objectively bad. <laughs> but Did your typical with, the, with the benefit living. of nostalgia are actually quite enjoyable to think about. Yeah. And at the time, probably enjoyable to watch. The sort of school summer holidays, sky mm. living, sky one. <laughs> Bunking off on an afternoon oh, to watch yeah. one, oh. maybe. You don't need some EBM, I know what that was like. Hee <laughs> hee. But <laughs> some people were smoking weed and having sex with girls while they were bunking off. I was watching ITV's, I was watching Bargain Hunt and these yeah. kind of, uh, oh. when I was skipping school. The, um, you can cut that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't want that rep. Um, I don't know, we, we're going to start, you, you're one this week, we're going to start with you. Mr. Uh, if you remember Fat Families, Steve oh. Miller was the guy, not Steve Miller band fame, a, uh, a sort of short, short camp English man with blonde hair, he used to go, he, call, he used to call himself, he was a short. self-proclaimed fat wobbly buster or something like that, and he used to go around England to these awful middle, like lower middle class families <laughs> in the Midlands. And shout at them for having big wobbly bums, and uh, and, and and shout things like you gotta shed that lad, you gotta shed that lad, and he go to these women like you know Mary, look at you, you are a whale, you are a big fat pig, and you gotta move your big fat bum until you shed all that lad off, and they would lose a very insignificant amount of weight if you remember. They'd have a yeah. big makeover at the end. No more <laughs> oven chips. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> they'd do this thing where do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they get the whole family, they kind of, he'd sit with them for an evening while they have their burger for lunch and then they get their kebab at night. Chicken dippers was a big family yeah. favourite. Like. Yeah, and then it's like, we've had the kebab, surely no more food now. <laughs> oh, wait, and it's like, oh, here she comes, here comes the mum with the ice cream. And, it's, and, he's, and he's there going, oh, this is disgusting. You are disgusting people. You big fat wobbly uh, walruses. He'd always have some sort of, you know, I, I, it was always the same adjective. He I used mean. up all the W words in yeah. the English language. He used wobbly, wobbly, like if you did a control F on the script wobbly yeah. would have been the, uh, the biggest hit I remember there was one episode where there was a woman who was particularly proud let's say brazen definitely about her eating habits the, and the, uh, the Cuff family she was called yeah. Tarnia Cuff I, I and did a quick search of, on she kind of knew obviously that the show had a, garnered a bit of reputation so when they showed up to film she was like I'll show them how fat I am was kind of her <laughs> attitude you don't think yeah. I could be this fat so they come back from the big shop which is especially big <laughs> and they come back she lays herself on the couch and says to her children, says to the kid, she goes, go get mum back of the <laughs> Go get mum back of the Chris. And the kid asks her, and she goes, come back, come back. The kid. She was, she was and, actually more London than says, Northern, if I remember. She goes, get... No, it's funny if she's Northern. Like. She goes, get, get family pack. Discos is what Discos, she wants. Discos, yeah. Don't get family pack to, for, for herself. Get the family pack. Don't get the small one because the cameras are here. Bus- <laughs> business as usual. <laughs> And then lies back when she gets an entire family pack of Chris. She, I remember they were and saying... And eats them proudly in front of the oh, camera. Yeah. What should we do then? Oh, crisps. More food. Ben! All right, bubs. Do me a favour. Another packet of discos. Yeah. The big bag of ten. Yeah. That's the bag I want. Don't bring me a little individual bag. Bring me the big bag, babes. OK. Business as usual. That's the very fellow. That's what we'll have. And that's where they'll stay before they're gone. What, you're going to eat all them? Normally, as a rule, yeah. With Tanya emptying up to 10 packets of Chris in a single sitting, that's at least 1,500 calories added to a daily quota. 
Darling. I remember coming over to your gaffe years ago and you calling me in, opening the door with tears running down your face and saying, come in and watch this, come in and watch this. And you rewound it because they were talking about their goals and she was saying, listen, I want to lose a bit of weight. And she was, because she, she was like, um, she, she was northern. I don't, I don't think so. Well, I'll do the northern she, accent anyway. Do northern accent. <laughs> but she was posting pictures of herself to these fetish websites. So her career yes. was posting these kind of quote unquote sexy photos um, in, in like very small bikinis. So she was like, I don't want to lose all weight, you know, I just want to lose a bit, but <laughs> I want to get, and she went, my goal, we're going to Florida, because of course they were, for family holiday, and I'd like to get under 30 stone, and I remember at the moment going, 30 stone, like her goal, she's like, I'm, I'm 30 stone, Jesus. happy with that, yeah, I'll she's take that. She's obviously enormous, was she? She was proper enormous, but I had a quick look at her Instagram, she's actually kept off most of the weight that she lost, she did very well. Herself. Does she have the big elastic skin now? Probably. I mean, she hasn't got naked photos up or anything like that. But she's. Uh, but if she, she's probably out there somewhere. She's she on did. Fetish can, website. I did have a Google. You can find the sexy photos. I'm, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, turn you, turn you with an oar. I've never heard of that. I don't know what kind of name that is. Turn you cuff. But it was, it was a good show. Get they used to do this thing. They used to it back. They used to do this thing where they they bring the family to the local shopping centre. And they do like they get the whole weekly food, their intake of what they eat. So it would be, you know, it would be normally like, you know, the whole family would be having two pizzas each day. So they'd have these like 18 pizzas. This is what you eat in a week. And they'd sack them all up on the table. And the people would look. They'd like, look there with lust and they pride. Look, they, like. They'd have like licking their lips, wincing, looking at them like, and then they'd say, oh, yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's, uh, I can't believe we, we, we eat that normally a week. Oh. Proper like. Get, give me a fucking give, turn yeah, off that, that camera. Give me, a, give me a bite of that. <laughs> am I, I misremembering? Was it that or the um, the American program where they had to lose the weight to get the gastric band? The, it was the American program where, where they the, like the there were two that was my six hundred pound life. Six hundred pound life. The where, doctor with the ridiculous voice. Where the, yeah, he was an Indian fellow. Wasn't no, he? he was American, but he, he, well, he was. A, he was I think he was. I don't know where he's from, but he had kind of a sort of talk like this. Yeah, yeah. say six hundred pounds, three hundred kilos. I'm not I'm sure. Terrible on pounds. I no. think it's just roughly so, two, 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 two to one. They were really fat. <laughs> they were morbidly obese, and they there was always that moment where they were sent home with a strict diet, and then they just found this relatively normal diet so hard to live by. Two hundred and seventy-two kilos. Jesus. We're saying was was you saying that the husbands would. It was always like this. It was always these massive, like two hundred, close to three hundred kilo women. With these Jeez. skinny pervert husbands, yeah, oh, who the, the, are those them. weird guys out there, like. who were but these like these such weak men oh. who the women are shouting at them, going, "I want pizza," and the guy was going, "Yeah, yeah, I'll give you pizza." Well, I better get a pizza because you don't want to see this woman when she hasn't got a pizza. <laughs> and then the doctor saying, uh, "I wash myself with a rag on the floor." But then the doctor would come in. They come in then for the for the month checkup. The woman would have invariably put on weight, and the doctor was saying, uh, "Mark, the people have told us that the staff in the hospital have told us that we saw you bringing." in a pizza and he's like I, I, that, that wasn't me and then the woman it's always the woman going doctor it's water weight I, I'm retaining my I'm retaining my water this month and he'd say no one he'd say quite bluntly no one has 650 pounds of water in their body <laughs> you are not retaining water you are fat you are a fat motherfucker I said I, I can't lose the water I'm retaining my water I need you know Jeez. And then cut to the, the CCTV footage of the husband coming in with the enormous box of pizza <laughs> into the hospital. And it's like, oh, so yeah. sneaking it water. in under his top. Like. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, quite a, that's a funny looking bottle of water you got there, love. Uh, uh, sounds like a great TV show. I've never seen that one. Any kind of extreme weight loss program. My, the Biggest Loser was always a great one. 
I've, I think I've seen one episode. I of used that. to watch a bit of that. I used to watch that with the family. At least those guys tried, though. That was the only family bonding we had for a few years back about ten years ago. Was to <laughs> That's sit down, a sad, sad watch, existence. watch and laugh at the ridiculously dramatic Americans crying about, you know, crying because they haven't had a donut in two days, and I, I just love donuts so much. <laughs> it's, you know, it's so hard to be without them. Keep going. It was just I remember that woman. Mama once, and she went. Don't bring me the individual oh, little fuck. packet. I should have done it in the and she went. She yeah. went. Yeah. Mom, and I remember she went. Mama wants the big pack. <laughs> Business as I usual. I should have let you do it. I should have. Business as uh, usual. <laughs> and they talked. I remember. We keep going. I remember there was a moment when the Cuff family. They because always they do this thing where he sits with them the first day he eats with them and he yeah. eats what they eat they proper put on a show for him they took him down the local Chinese <laughs> buffet off, yeah. and she's sitting there going and normally they're kind of underselling it they're like well you know we have you know we have burgers and chips but you know you know the chips are healthy I mean they have like genuinely they don't understand what they're doing she was sitting there going Chinese buffet normally do seven plates <laughs> might be eight plates you know you never know we're feeling hungry today might even go for ten might go for double figure she's proper like she's <laughs> like Big man on him, giving a bitty big box about how much food she's gonna eat. And your man Steve Miller's not impressed. He's not like, really, ten plates. Wow. Oh, wow. Amazing. And then, you know, the next day he comes in and starts calling the big fat wobbly whales and you know. Uh, I don't think I've ever actually seen that show either. It's I've one seen of the those... one where they predict what they look like in like oh, when they're yeah. fifty. That was the one that Jared Breen Yeah, yeah. Out. And they always look like me. And yeah. it's so true. They yeah. always look yeah. exactly <laughs> like him. And then if they eat correctly, they have hair. <laughs> 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 what show was that again? Uh, oh, like it's oh, so you are what you eat. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. your one where your one used oh, to look yeah. at the poo? He goes, he's talking about, uh, it's like, she'll always analyze your poo. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, never in the history of science is there any value of analyzing poo. Like. Yeah. And it came out that she's not actually a doctor. Yeah, she's yeah. just a TV <laughs> presenter that was presented as being a doctor. Yeah. Even though she was, she had no credentials to do that. She used to say, like, they'd have the shots of her in the lab in the white coat yeah. analyzing the poo. And I'd be like, they just got her in to do that. Because <laughs> she's just a TV personality and nothing else. She, she made the whole show just so she could analyze poo. Yeah. The thing is, those weight loss programs, they're great on two different fronts with the English or the American versions because they're completely yeah. different, but yeah. they're equally good. Because the English, the Americans are really going they're all dramatic, drama. And they're, they're like, I've never had sex with. A, I am 34 and I have never had sex with a woman because I'm so fat. And then the English, where's the? And they're crying. They're like looking really intensely at the camera, going, Who would? Who would love me? No one can love me. Where the English, and then the English like, are like, Yeah, you know, they're, they're really awkward. About the English have team music like doom and they're the like, you know, Barry's a big bloke. He's a big, he's a good, you know, he's good for a joke. You know, he's a big fat bastard, we call him. It's always yeah. like, they're completely different, but equally good. <laughs> All right, we'll move on now. What do you know, Gil? And tell me what you know about sex toys. Oh, yeah. I know, they come in all different shapes we're and sizes. Blue, we're going blue. I, presume, I don't know a lot about sex toys. I won't lie, I haven't. Uh, do you know a lot about colour as well? What does blue have to do with it? Blue is, is as in like um, dirty rude, joke, dirty joke. joke. Yeah. Is, that, is that a term? Didn't know that. Didn't know that. Right, I give don't us know, the facts. I mate. don't know a huge amount about sex toys. I think most of them are marketed towards women. But did you know that vibrators, the original use of vibrators, were initially used by doctors to cure hysteria in women? And they, uh, they considered symptoms of hysteria, anxiety, sleeplessness, irritability... <laughs> nervousness <laughs> um, and then finally erotic fantasies so basically if you went in as a woman 
what you would say to the doctor, I have erotic fantasies, he would masturbate you with the vibrator and that would be, uh, you'd be considered cured oh, for well, hysteria. What, what era was this? It doesn't say. Before, loose, presumably loose, before, loose before electroshock therapy then took over and destroyed yeah, that, a lot that, of women's that, lives. That really, really sorted them all yeah. out then. Well, yeah. that, that kind of, the, that became the dominant. The, fall into the Me Too S- movement the there. Pseudo, I mean, I mean, the pseudo science. The guy who prescribes vibrator i mean he knew what he was doing no, no he, sorry but this was the original use for the vibrator yeah what but i'm you, saying but even then they knew what they were doing yeah. but was it invented back then for the doctors that's seeming seemingly that is what i'm taking from this this but is you, the point i'm the mic in this situation i need you guys to be the producer lynch and to fact check it uh, okay well, that's what i'm asking i can't do it all you didn't preface for you're that, asking lynch. me to google you yes i'm asking <laughs> you to do the, the in-depth analysis and research that i do on mike's mike's fact the same way you Let's pull behind the curtain for the listeners. We normally take an hour-long break here in between Mike's facts. When I go off, I go to, to the library, the public library, and yeah. check the uh, Pierce Street Library across yeah, the road. Check the records, yeah. you know, see what I can find, and come back with my uh, my checked fact. History. We cut that out for for the sake of your entertainment. History. You know, we don't want to bore you. Of... History. What are you googling? How did you get Temple Bar as a Just prediction? From so oh, okay. We're going to take Wikipedia being a... To be fair, Wikipedia is never used you as a... Nope. No. Yeah, some of the original sex toys were scary. So looking. I, I'm looking... They look very Wikipedia painful. is generally not used because m- most of Mike's facts don't make it to Wikipedia. No, most of them um, are sort of... Oh, here we go. This is a mashable. That's where I'm getting my source here now. Mashable, okay. Even if you check Wikipedia, you check the source. No, I can see it's invented in the late 19th century as a medical instrument for pain relief and the treatment of various ailments. Um, First used in Paris in 1878. So it was the French. The French, of course. Yeah, Yeah, coming up with an excuse. Bloated stomach, I also have another symptom. Yeah, pain in the lower abdomen. Um, Arthritis, constipation. Inflammations, tumors. So presumed, like this was just was this just dirty doctors taking seeing an Some opportunity. World War One soldiers see vibratory as a uh, treatment. Th- this this sketch I have from eighteen ninety one is of a woman a doctor and a woman. So well, not whatever you're into. I suppose it wasn't easy if you were a, uh, a lesbian woman back yeah. in eighteen ninety. <laughs> but it to used to be get... connected. It used to be connected up to the mains, which yeah, is yeah, uh, it's, it's hooked up to the mains here. Like, the, uh, they would have had to say, "Turn it on." I'm giving her. You I'd know. say there was an exceptionally loud home off it as well. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, you wouldn't be doing that in private. Like. No. So I like. I wonder if these women were were being taken advantage of, or this was all kind of a, a wink and a nod. Everyone, I imagine everyone every woman before 1985 was being taken advantage of. Yes, I think that, there was a lot of that going yeah. on. But I mean, in this case, do you think this was kind of a code? Like the woman goes in, I've ha- I'm, having, uh, I'm having a bit of hysteria, wink, wink. The doctor says, okay, I know what you need. Do you think there was that That was what was going on? So or this was... on their neck here. It's like, how does that help? Well, in the, the research material I found, it was... Far ahead. They weren't using it on their neck. Let's just say Heart. That lips yeah i mean they, they it's a lot of neck they moved to electroshock therapy then and that kind of was right. the dominant the dominant bad doctor Look, I, think, I think we'll give it to you that yeah we'll give you fact that's and fact. it's not a, not boring no that's interesting yeah i think mac mac needs to listen back to my my fact two weeks Your, ago the pretty woman fact is so crap and uninteresting while you're Nobody while you're practicing cares. speaking into the microphone okay oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty i will listen back to the pretty woman fact and let us know what you think right Lynch one, Mike nil. I think that's like Lynch eighteen, Mike. Nah, three. I gave Mike the pretty woman. And Fair enough, but I mean, in terms of overall facts, he's been wrong. Ratio, so, so success times. ratio of facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, it's time to talk about things that we don't like, specifically 
things Lynch doesn't like. Where, Lynch, do, where do we begin? Lynch, I have written down here, vegan food, dollar dollar. Yeah, I, I have a problem with the price of vegan food. I don't have an issue with vegan food. And you know what? Like no one likes a pious vegan. But generally speaking, I don't have an issue with the vegans. I do have an issue with how expensive their food is considering they use the cheapest ingredients. They're not using meat. They're using vegetables and fruit. They are the cheapest things. When you buy the raw materials in a supermarket, the cheapest stuff in a supermarket, and you go to Little or Aldi, is the Super Six, as they call it, the fruit and veg. Whereas you go to a vegan... The, you the go to Super a, Six? Yeah. I have six. never once heard from fruit and veg. Why are they called the Super they Six? They do six, you, six fruit and veg. So they do very che- They do laughably cheap every You're week. not mixing this up with the Sky Bet Super no, Six? No, no. It, it is called Super Six. No. It'll be a great mix-up. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're getting off topic. When you go to a supermarket, it's the cheapest thing. Like, to make vegan food at home is... is well, we do it. Uh, I do it sometimes just out of budgetary requirements. Whereas you go to a restaurant, not a vegan restaurant, but just a general restaurant, the vegan options will often be the most expensive thing in the menu. Or you go to, like, a food market where they have vegan chips. Or not even vegan chips. You know what I mean? Like, a vegan yeah. vegan sausage and chips with well, a bit of cheese my on assumption you've And it's, on, like... 15 euro you've hit whereas on the sausage producer, and chips is about 7 quid you've hit on it that it's the meat substitutes that are expensive it is not the vegetable I, I think it's, it's, it's also it's, it's the protein but substitutes but the protein substitutes are just like lentils no, beans no often soy. they're going to be things like they're going to have to be condensed to get into the texture but which almost, means they have to get a shitload of them but almost always they're the core and the base of them is tofu I agree which is a very cheap lots which it, is a fundamentally but, very cheap ingredient but listen to me now Lich yeah I'm listening the people who eat vegan food would generally be pretty plumas, so they know they can charge whatever the fuck they want. Cause it's, like, a, it's a made-up word, so we can use it however we want. <laughs> yeah. Max so certainly like, did at the, it's at like the, the top of the like the people who are pescatarians and yeah. vegetarians we will pay and vegetarians. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like you name a <laughs> Well, that's actually another thing. Fish, like fish, there is an abundance of fish. Why is fish more expensive? There is no, not an abundance no. of fish. Have you ever heard the news? You ever heard of this thing called the news? Do not. I know you've, you're very much a believer in the plenty fish in the sea. But <laughs> there, there are actually it got me through many a, it got me through many a tough Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a lot of overfishing going on out yes, there. Yes, there is. But I mean, generally speaking. Have you not heard the oceans are dying? The Spanish like, are shagging our fish. Yeah, we're, yeah. Not allowed, we're not allowed fish for our own fish, Lynch. They need to go a bit heavier on the rice for the empire than the. Uh, Could we technically grow rice in that's, Ireland that's if we if we were stuck? Like. I don't know. Again, I don't know what temperature. Yeah, we we, we do, I imagine it's a temperature based. We thing. do need the farmer Mike here for that. Yes, the fact that we've never grown rice and we have the land for it, and it seems to be a big Asian thing. I'd say it is probably a climate based thing. But I'm not a farmer. That's fair. But I think you grow rice in paddy fields. We like rice pudding fields. though. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It's ambrosia. I didn't like it for a long time, but now I'm I'm all about. I've it. never had it. In my really, it's you've never had a never ambrosia. Had a rice like it's not. Have like you sang the song at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I'll have yeah. it this weekend down west. <laughs> Is it a west food? Me and me, yeah. Why not? <laughs> now, me, me and uh, Matt will be going west this this weekend together. A three points deep tour. You can see us in a pub in Galway somewhere. Yeah. Guess the pub. Hashtag many pubs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But, but there'll be one or two pubs. Though. Yeah. A few creamies. While we're at it. <laughs> To round that out, to round the conversation between the big men there, talking about how many, how many points they're going to... Meet some Americans, tell them you'd have 10 points again as a night. I'd buy, I'd have 10. Um, I think vegan food should not be as overpriced as it is. And it uh, it grinds my gears. Fair enough. 
That's fair enough. I want to. That's the thing. I want to join you vegans. I want to be like you. I want to party with you. I want to feel what you feel. But you price me out of it. We've lost. You him. price the working we have man lost out of your him. own food. We have lost him. He's gone this mad on Sam, and it's. Yeah. Oh. He's he's gone mad with get, get me after the after the the Sam final and I'll uh, I'll be a bit more the sane. Sam yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sam Slam. Sam final. Next blast. <laughs> Next blast, Mac. Uh, uh, no, it's a uh, producer Lynch again. Which, well, that's for Brody. <laughs> well, Mac hasn't written anything written down here, so I c- I reckon you can come in hard on this. People who say they have the travel book. <laughs> Oh, I've got a bad case of the travel well, book. I, I have talked. I don't know. Maybe I've talked about this before. That yeah. it's the people who put down as a hobby. Hobby, yeah. yeah. A hobby as or I, a, I like traveling. Or like a thing in a in a like a get to know everyone. Say one interesting thing about you. I like to travel. Bloody, yeah. And I think I've said this before. It's I like to go on holidays. Is what they're really yeah. saying. I, I find it more interesting if someone put up their hand and said, "I don't like to travel." I'd yeah. say that's actually let's go with that. Let's yeah. why yeah. do you, why do you yeah. not like to travel? Yeah, yeah. Is it flying? Is it there's more there? Everyone likes going. It'd be funny if someone claimed they like to travel, and then you asked them what their traveling was. You cl- you said I, w- I go to uh, I go to the same resort in Spain every summer and get absolutely plastered. In and that's what pool. you said. Yeah, love traveling, man. Love traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just outside Malaga, get hammered. That that's traveling <laughs> for a lot of Irish people. Yes, it yes, is. It is. Yeah, but no, none of them actually claim they like traveling. I think it's the wankers, well, well, in Thailand. I'd love to hear a sex tourist claim he loves traveling. Yeah, That'd I think they would, but they have a, they do, but they wink yeah. while they're saying it. Yeah, because <laughs> they know they they know you know. Sex tourists, sex tourism is a yeah, they don't get enough of a bad time. <laughs> I think they get a free. <laughs> <bad time. laughs> I mean, I, I want when to. I was in Columbia, Columbia, could you describe what a sex Columbia, tourist is now? When I was in Columbia, I saw a few sex. There's one. I said, "Hey, I'm a sex tourist." As they walk past you, yeah. well, the. The underage girl on their arm really actually said that for them. It's, um, it's funny how there's 50 some year old, fifty-year-old American uh, men. It's funny how there's some spots are just so synonymous with it. Like I was doing a bit of traveling on my own a couple of years ago and was wanted to go to Amsterdam and just thought you just can't go on your own because you may as well be a sex tourist because no one is going to believe that you're not. If you tell people I'm going to Amsterdam, I'm going on my own, it's like don't even bother saying. But I'm look, I'm not going to go to the red light yeah. district. I'm not going to pay for sex because everyone's going to know you are. And did you go, Lich? I didn't go. I remember when I was in Medellin, there'd be signs everywhere and they'd say, no to el sex turismo. <laughs> and I, me- I remember just thinking to myself, in English, please. <laughs> For God's sake. Give the guy a break here. Yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, so that's, that's blasting. What was it? The travel book. Travel yeah, book. That's the travel book. Yeah, that's like, it's not a yeah. thing, the travel book. Yeah, it's like, like you like to go on holidays. Yeah, yeah so does everyone here. Everyone likes to get out of the fucking rain, you twat. Yeah. It's like the foodie thing. People saying, oh, I'm a big foodie. Everyone likes food. Yeah. No one doesn't like food. Well, yeah. there's Mike those anorexic people. They don't like Fair food. Fair enough. And there's the Mike Allens of the world who don't <laughs> yeah. really like food. He who likes- see food as, a, as something getting in their way. Yeah, more yeah, so. yeah, But again, I'm more interested in those characters yeah, than the people yeah. who say, oh, I love, I love good food. Yeah. I love a steak and kidney pie. Lo- no, there's a bit of food. That's not <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. We could talk about food we like. Not yeah. now. <laughs> Another time. This is a, this is a broad topic. <laughs> uh, right, uh, I'm going to give out on thing. <laughs> Marcus is going to talk about chips. Oh, nothing else. <laughs> nothing <laughs> else to talk I about. I fucking love discos. Get the big packet. <laughs> <laughs> Bring daddy the big packet. <laughs> uh, right, Mac. 
Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what Tesco crisps are. But I don't they're, know. they're a cheap supermarket crisp that you're on from Tesco, right. I believe. I go to give out about how, as you all know, the football season is back. Yeah. And uh, it hasn't been marketed at all. I haven't seen it on any stations or anything. Because you're streaming your television. Yeah, they're, they're coming in hot with this topic. It's been going on for years of the right way to play football and the wrong way to play football. It's like the right way is you pass it. The wrong way is you lump it. As far as I'm concerned, just putting the ball in the net. Well, this comes back to the dopes the, thing it, earlier. There's no obligation on the players to entertain you. They're there to, to no, win football games. Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville and all these boys are like, no, they don't play it the right way. But these boys yeah. play it the right way. Bournemouth, they play it the right way. Burnley, they don't play it the, the right way. The thing about the Carragher and Neville and those lads, I think they're aware they have a bullshit job that they have like 40 hours a week to fill of talking about you know, talking about their hobby, I think they realise, look, lads, we got a good thing going here. Yeah. Let's not blow this up by saying, oh, that really Because ma- anyone could sit there and go, what really matters is you, winning you the match. The ball like- in the net. Yeah. yeah. Who cares if you don't, if you play ugly? Yeah, but some, some pundits do say that. Some of them, yeah, and they're like, yeah, Brian and, you, yeah. <laughs> and you see lads like Dunphy looking at them like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're Shut giving up. away the whole <laughs> gig, man. Brian Kerr sits there and thinks like, have a blem. <laughs> I say he made. Your man's forty yards out. He's a centre back. Have a blem. It's like, oh Jesus, Brian. It's like my father has gotten to the commentary. Uh, I I, I played football. I once heard him say he was talking about Ireland against uh, some crap team in the fog, and we scored a crap goal. And uh, it was Bosnia, and he was like, it was a bit of a scuttery watery of a shot. (laughs) How are you a paid pundit? Time to give up, give out about chefs thinking they're hard, Lynch. Yeah. What is it about, like, I'll give you, there are hard man professions and there are soft man professions in the world. And then there's most professions that are just sort of middle ground. Either man could do it. Soft. Mostly soft. If either can do it, it's soft. They're on the soft end of the spectrum. But what is it about chefs? Chefing is, is not a hard man's position, but the lads who do it, think of themselves as being big tough men walking around shouting and swearing and getting really aggressive and macho and pounding their chests and talking about how how hard it is and how it's like it's a tough man's business when it just isn't and they're such frauds they're not actual hard actual hard men don't become chefs soft men who want to be hard become chefs you're gordon ramsay's of the world gordon ramsay being considered a hard man is bollocks that's fair but i don't think it's that they are actually hard i think it's that all chefs are fucking insane. But what? No, but this, think again, this is the thing. Most of them aren't, but they love playing up to the idea chef, of being, a, of being insane. I don't think they are. It's actually, it's, 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 not an, it's not that it's an easy job, but like, it, it's not as stressful as they make it out to be. Any head chef I've ever come across has been an absolute lunatic. But I think they're playing, it's, it's, they're playing, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. No, they're, wired, they're playing up they're to wired. the idea. No, it's like, when all else fails, you become a chef. I think it's like the whole the goalkeeper being a bit having a screw loose yeah. stereotype. No. People in that position that are perfectly sane like the idea of it. They get into chefing and they think, God, I like that people are going to assume I'm a bit of a character, I'm a bit of a live wire, I'm a bit hard, so I'm going to play up to it. I do and think having worked, I didn't work in a kitchen, but worked in a restaurant, that there is, there's quite a lot of um, set plays. Like they do these set jokes. They're always dirty jokes. <laughs> The banter is always very staged, <laughs> and it's all—it's it, always lewd. Yeah. And I mean, it's never particularly clever. And I do think that they kind of run this image as—and I'm basing off this—but 
that there's that's kind of a funny place to work. I certainly wouldn't think so. I've never met a funny chef. No, I I met no. a few chefs. I work with a few chefs in my time. You'd be a bit fear fearful of your life. I work <laughs> I work with several chefs. They all fit the the stereotype of the on the surface of the mad kind of hard uh, screw loose chef. But when you scratch the surface and you get to know them, in all of them it was a total facade. They were they were putting on a show. They were living up to what they thought people expected from them. And what they probably wanted to be. Because it's kind of a cool image. If you are legitimately a hard, sort of a slightly uh, slightly out there character, it can be kind of a, I don't know, a bit of a quirk that people are, are attracted to and drawn to. When you're putting it on, it's like, come on, just be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. That's our quote of the week. Live your life, be, be true to yourself, live, <laughs> laugh, love, learn, you know? And I think we're going to... Ra- oh, no, sir, there's one more thing. He didn't open a book. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, just the Leaving Cert is coming out. Leaving Cert is... Uh, it came, out came, out, came out today. Well, yes, came out, sorry, it came yes. out sometime okay, in, in the last week or two. Or, you know. Like- maybe it came out during the summer if you listen to this in Christmas. <laughs> um, and you're studying hard for your Leaving Cert. It'll come out in a few months' time. But there's always... I don't know if it was the same for you growing up. There was always the mother around. One oh, of the mothers yeah. would be saying... Oh, didn't he get the 600 points? And I tell you what, he didn't open a book. I'm so proud of him. He didn't open a book and he just, he turned up on the day and got the, got the, the, the A1 and this and the A2 and then the, the, you know, three Bs and another A. And it's like, did he bollocks not open a book? He obviously studied. Why are you lying? And why don't you... forget all the grinds you paid for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, yeah. why are you lying to your friends, you sad, sad people? Why are you... Because like, they have nothing else to be proud he about, He didn't Lynch. open a book. When well, I hear it's funny that. when it's like, so he didn't get any points and he didn't open a book. <laughs> yeah. well, it, it's, it's a caveat. It's like, oh, well, I'll just say this. So if he does shite, well, he didn't oh, open a book. But then my, my marvelous son, my miraculous, you know, my miracle baby, fuck off. Lads getting big points that even either cheat or study very hard. There's never, there's never an in between those two things. I certainly know, I don't know about you lads. I don't know anyone that would, didn't study, didn't cheat. And then just showed up in the day and did really well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that, that, that's, I think that's fair. That's in, fair. Any yeah. in any exam. There's no other route. <laughs> Leaving yeah. or otherwise. Apart from yeah. that one guy who just accidentally ticked off as being 600. <laughs> that happened. No, I'm just saying. If that were, if that were to happen. <laughs> I thought there was some, some lad. If it was a complete accident. I thought they had a mayor in the system and yeah. accidentally get this random lad. Oh, Jimmy who has half a brain managed to get 600. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping it up. We're wrapping it up. Uh, no Mike he might be back next week we're, we'll be doing the uh, London special soon apparently and we might be bringing back Mike Allen's food of the week we might if we'll try and sex it up a bit more than him eating as he said eating a ham sanger I think because this was basically what he what was it it was, it was a tuna it was no tuna. not tuna no chicken stuffing it was chicken it was something that was, very plain that, that was very rogue for Mike yeah I think we can find an in between between sushi and uh, chicken stuffing yeah. we might do what Max doing and just have him eat crisps into the yeah, microphone that's yep. fine uh, before we go, don't forget, there's not many of you listening anyways, but follow us at the thing, at Three Points Deep Instagram, and get us on the old Spotify, Three Points Deep, give us the search, give us the follow, give us the review. Give we, us a review, but like yeah, if you're if you're not sure when, if you're, you know, you're, you're expecting the show to come out, God, that is Pringles are good. <laughs> If there's anyone left listening after the last 10 seconds. Yeah. If you're like me and you don't know when your podcast is going to come out, subscribe and you get an email. Although if you're listening this far, you've probably subscribed on it. I don't know. There's <laughs> very few subscribers. Because we checked, the analytics don't translate we into... We have 100 subscribers on Spotify. Fantastic. Yeah. 
that's I a, want more. That's a hundred more than none. Yes, but like there's more listeners than there is subscribers. So hit subscribe, yeah. help us out. We might get a few a few quid that we can kick back into the show and improve it. Yeah. We might yeah. even get to uh, to follow up on some of the challenges we set for ourselves. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Best of luck. Good luck. Talk to you.